Good evening, candidates. Uh, I'm asking a question on the disability front here. Uh, I want to ask about the 1871 Lunacy Act, the Marriage of Lunatics Act. In 1993, the Criminal Law Sexual Offences Act decriminalised homosexual acts. Section 5 of that uh, uh, act, any, any person, sorry, any act of sexual intercourse involving a mentally impaired person is a criminal offence. I have a 22-year-old son, six-foot handsome, under the laws of this country at, at, at this present time, if my son gets married in the morning and makes love to his wife, he is a criminal. The assisted, the new act that's coming in still deems my son a criminal. We danced around Dublin Castle for our friends, our gay friends, People with intellectual disabilities in this country have been forgotten about. There are 749 people with intellectual disabilities in your ward at the moment. Multiply that by their families by four or five. That's how many votes you are going to lose by not dealing with this problem. Okay, we'll, we'll Could ask, I have your views? On we'll that? ask the politicians their views on that. And um, Finian, you spoke last there, so we'll come to you now in a moment. So, um, Michael O'Brien, your, your view on that question. Well, the very act that you quoted at the outset, I mean, says it all, the 1871 uh, Lunacy Act, in terms of how people with disabilities were regarded by effectively Victorian uh, society and how we haven't actually fully... I'll, just, I'll talk about the, the origins of the law, but I agree with, with, to cut to the chase, I agree where you, I think uh, people with disabilities have an entitlement uh, to a sex life and, and to their sexuality the, the, the way the rest of society uh, does uh, once you know, the professions are satisfied that it's consensual, that we're not dealing with vulnerable adults being exploited which obviously we're not in, in the situation that you describe I think it, there's a just cause there that has to be remedied by the law, I absolutely agree with you Okay, uh, Paul Clark, can I get your view on that? Very shocking. I'm, I'm going to look into this. Uh, yeah, absolutely shouldn't be going on at all. And yeah, it's just very surprising to hear that. And thanks for sharing it with us. Tommy Brown? Uh, yes, I think when the assisted decision-making bill uh, was proceeding through the Oireachtas, a, a number of deputies and senators you know, raised the whole area. Uh, obviously, like we do meet um, uh, couples with disability, uh, with intellectual disability, and uh, you know, there were, obviously we've worked to try and provide uh, supportive housing uh, and, and you know, other social frameworks for them. So, I mean, I think you've identified again. There, there are so many things, I suppose. Um, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a fundamental issue of equality. Uh, at times, I suppose, the outgoing government they would have, um, I suppose, tried to pride themselves uh, that they, they, you know, they've addressed some very fundamental issues of, 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 um, of inequality. But this is another area, I think, where they, where they failed really to, to, to seize the moment and to have either amended that bill in such a way as to, you know... It, it, yeah, to decriminalise, yeah, and to, and to, and to achieve that. Uh, so, I mean, I think it is uh, clearly uh, something that the 30-second doll should deal with urgently. 
and Donna Cooney, your position on the Green Party, would you deal with this in government? Uh, yes, um, I think we would have to be uh, altered. I mean, um, it would be ridiculous that you'd have a, a criminal once that they were consent, once they were, you know, consenting adults. And um, that I do think that um, uh, we do have the child protection bill that takes in vulnerable adults as well. So I think that does protect a situation where a vulnerable adult may be taken advantage of, and that has happened um, in, in the past, as we've seen in people that have been in care. So I think once that is strengthened and that we do have um, the protection of vulnerable adults. I would definitely see that that uh, legislation would be altered. Okay, I want to come to the Minister Responsibility for Equality. That's true. Um, yeah, and I actually went to the play which was in Liberty Hall that outlined the issue. It was Inclusion Arbor involved. It was absolutely fantastic piece of work and really opened my eyes to the issue at hand. Uh, I'm in agreement with you. There are a number of things we have to, to drive through in order to be able to sign the UN Convention of, of Rights for People with Disabilities and one of them was, was the Capacity Bill. Um, I would like I, I would have simply with Michael's point about making absolutely sure that we're not dealing here or, or that we're not, um, you know, allowing some vulnerable people to be exploited. But I don't think that's in any way. I think we can do that probably in, in, in legislation, as, you, as you've outlined. And one of the things, I just final point to make, is that one of the things that I managed to, to get over the line was the a comprehensive employment strategy for people with disabilities, which I think is, is, is an important piece of work as well. But... Okay, well, look, it's, it's, it's a strategy. It wasn't there. It's there now. The targets uh, uh, are in place, and Fergus Finley has... Uh, I know... ...for nothing, okay. and you just won't give them a job. Well, look, in terms... Look, the strategy is very You're clear. percent You don't but, even touch it. But the, 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 the reality of what we tried to do with the employment strategy was to give a level of independence to Fergus Finley to drive those targets, to improve those targets, and also to, um, to, to have an oversight mechanism over so that it's not, you know... Uh, it's forgotten. It's, 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 no, it's not forgotten, exactly. So, but hold on, but the, there wasn't an employment strategy before, I, 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 you know, I became Minister of State. There yeah, is yeah, now. Minister, and Mr. Bruton was at my door the other night. He didn't even know... Well, can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I say this honestly to you, right? Yes. This strategy shouldn't be in the Department of Justice. It should be the, in the Department of, of Employment. But they didn't... You want to get yeah, but, but, but hold on. The problem was they didn't want it. So either we took it or it didn't happen. And that's why we took it. OK, bring Finney and McGrath in on this as well. First of all, I, I strongly agree with them that we need to end discrimination for people with, uh, with in, in this case, with intellectual disabilities. And I'm also speaking of a, as a parent of a daughter with Down syndrome, which incidentally, uh, she has a boyfriend as well, Ross. Kleena, as my daughter's name, has a boyfriend with Ross who also has Down syndrome, and they're in a relationship. So I wouldn't tolerate any discrimination in relation to my daughter. As a legislator, I strongly support the, the, dec the, the decriminalisation, uh, and I strongly support your views on that issue. We also, though, need to be uh, bigger and broader uh, about the whole equality issue again. Uh, my, my, we need to ensure in relation to employment or in relation to respite and care services that these services are put in place because only this week I had parents from Michael's house and Prosper Fingal onto, onto me about huge cuts in the services over the next couple of weeks and uh, uh, having major problems for, ch for children adults getting places so what I'd say is we need to end the discrimination but we also need to build a more inclusive society.
Michal McDonagher, if uh, Sinn Féin are in uh, the government next time, will you deal with this? Yeah, and I, I mean, I commend uh, the Speaker for raising the issue. Uh, it's an equality issue, plain and simple. Uh, no form of discrimination should be, should be tolerated, uh, particularly for people with disabilities. Uh, we see too many uh, elements of that still exist in, in our society, and this one also needs to be dealt with. And I would look forward to, to working uh, with people in the sector uh, to, on this issue. And finally, on this question, we'll have uh, got through all the candidates on this. Uh, John Lyons. Yes, and uh, thanks to the Speaker. It's not often raised as an issue, uh, to be honest, but I'm happy to say that People Before Profit is calling for the immediate ratification of the United Nations Conventions on the Rights of People with Disabilities without change and alter all relevant legislation in accordance with the UNCRPD, because I do think uh, the legislation needs to reflect what I hope we are moving towards, which is a more inclusive society that does, I think, uh, provide the opportunities for people, uh, both uh, able and disabled, to live full lives, including their sexual lives, and the ability to work. So uh, I commend you for raising it, because it's not often raised uh, broad as an issue, but I'm happy to say that People for Profit is developing uh, policy on disability. It's, it's a newish policy. Um, but it's something that we hope to develop uh, down the line with the more experience and the more uh, knowledge and the more uh, connection we get with people who are uh, living uh, and have family members with uh, disabilities. Okay, John Lyons there from People Before Profit.